0: Hello and welcome to All About Fertility Podcast. I'm Ella, your host, and we're into another week. I hope you've had a wonderful weekend. Have you thought about what goes into your household cleaning products, such as the chemicals? Do you stay away from GIF products or do you prefer to buy the Earth Choice, which is kinder to the environment and for our healths? Now, when I think about toxin free, I generally think about the food that I'm eating organically because of the high pesticides, but I also look at the plastic bottles that I buy and make sure that I am looking for the BPA free labels. So today I'm actually going to take the subject a little bit further and I'm looking at hair care products and so today I'm speaking with the gorgeous Callie and she's the owner of Blown Away based in San Susie which is a low-toxin hair salon. Callie thank you so much for joining me today and I'm really keen to get straight into it. Thank you,
1: thank you Ella, thanks for having me on your podcast.
0: Now you have an interesting story and what I would love if you could introduce yourself and tell us a bit about Blown Away.
1: Oh, okay. Well, all right. So my name's Carly and I've been in the hairdressing industry for over 20 years now. And I think deep down I sort of always knew that the products that we were using probably weren't the best for our health. Uh, However, you know, it's just so everyone uses them. So I'm like, well, it can't be too bad if everyone's using them. Um, And it probably wasn't until... Uh, my late 20s that uh, my husband at the time and I, we wanted to have a baby and we came up, we started to have a few fertility challenges. Um, back then I'd been diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome and basically the main symptom that I had at the time was um, no period, so no menstrual cycle. Um, and I, I looked at, I looked I started Googling and looking up, you know, natural solutions to PCOS. And I went to see a naturopath and did all that. And basically everything just kept leading me back to like a low toxin lifestyle. So reducing toxins, eating um, like foods from markets, pesticide free, um, organic if possible, just getting into nature more. And I was like, oh, Okay. Um and i and I did a lot of that i I went into a naturopath I eliminated gluten from my um, from my diet, uh, sugar, um, dairy, a whole range of things and i and i I lost a lot of weight i probably i felt i probably felt better I had a bit more energy, um, but the period didn't come back so I had to start looking a little bit deeper and um, ended up well look I ended up going to see. Someone with Chinese medicine. I had acupuncture. Mm. Oh, I had a whole range of things. Nothing was really working. So we did yeah. end up going down the route of IVF. Um, I mm. also had ovarian drilling. Um, they didn't really. I don't know. If you, have you heard of ovarian drilling?
0: No. What? I was just going to say, what is ovarian drilling?
1: Yeah. So exactly. That's what I was. I was <laughs> like, what? So I asked the doctor. I'm like, what is this, and how does it work? Because by this stage, I think. Possibly two years had gone by, and I had tried everything that I could possibly try. Um, and so, because there's like there's like lots of cysts on the ovaries, mm-hmm. th- there's no scientific evidence. This is, this is what I was told. I was told there's no scientific evidence behind ovarian drilling. However, it has worked in the past. So, what they do is they make little incisions on the ovaries, and what's from my understanding? What that's supposed to do is it's supposed to create space in the ovaries for things to, like, move and flow, like, because, Mm. yeah. So we had that done. I had that done. Um, And whilst they did that, they checked to see if my over like, if the tubes were blocked or anything, there was nothing going on. So um, had that done and nothing happened. And then we decided to have IVF. Um, Still, the challenge remained. I had no period. And to do IVF, you need a period. So um, how did they
0: come up with? I mean, they put you on a different protocol, I guess. Well, they tried giving me. They tried giving me. I think it's clomid. Yes, is it clomid? I think it is. Yep. And that
1: that wasn't working. Mm. Apart from giving me side effects of um, what I call craziness, oh. um, it, it, nothing was working. So the clomid wasn't working or anything like that. Um, and after a few rounds, I just I actually asked the doctor like if because he mentioned at the time that something in the mind was telling the ovaries not to work. So like stress type thing. And I said to him, then why, are, why do I keep, why am I doing IVF mm. if this is the case? And he said to me, the, well, the, the injections bypass the brain. And I said, oh, okay. And um, I just, I just said to him, like, I just, I went like I needed a bit of a break from that. I didn't want to be um, putting my, but bo- it didn't feel out right to be putting my body through that mm. anymore. So um, I think a little while after I, I, one of my cousin's friends came over and she was just telling me about how she had this breathwork session. Um, at the time, I'd never meditated. I'd never gone to yoga. Mm. I never did anything like this. I was active. I would walk all the time and go to the gym and yeah. things like that, you know, um, but I hadn't delved into anything else like that. And I looked up breathwork, and it seemed okay. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, And we were discussing earlier that I did have a a history of um, family um, abuse, sexual abuse in the family. Mm. And I had always thought that something had happened to me, but I just, I I didn't, I never had memories or anything like that. Mm. So I went into this session um, sort of knowing that something may come up and I was sort of prepared for that. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm not going in this blind, or anything like that. And I spoke with the breath. He's actually a cathartic breathwork specialist. Mm -hmm. So I actually said to him, um, oh, he's a cathartic breathwork psychotherapist. And I Mm -hmm. said to him, like, he knew a bit about my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just basically spoke to him about that. And he said, you know, you might get memories. Are you okay? I was like, yep, yep, sure. And I remember when I first started going to him, Little things would get, well, they weren't little, they were quite big to me, but like I had so much anxiety that at the time I couldn't drive to his session. It was in Crow's Nest and I lived in um, like Blakehurst. So we had to go through tunnels mm-hmm. and I had to get my husband or my, my, um, my auntie to drive me because I couldn't go through the tunnel on my own. I had that much anxiety right. and couldn't go in a lift. I, I, I struggled. You wouldn't want to fly with me in an aeroplane mm. in my 20s it was not a fun experience. Um, so I just, I remember one night we're driving home and my, my now ex-husband said to me, you're okay. Like you're in a tunnel and you're okay. And I was like, yeah, like I had no, it's like, it was just shaving off feed by fear yeah. type thing. So I could go in tunnels. I could go in a lift, um, just things like that. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then the half like it took me about a year or two like with with breathwork sessions quite spaced out because they were quite intense sometimes um, that's one of the sessions i started getting flashbacks, well, not flashbacks but images of my childhood and events that happened to me as a child mm. um, and i was saying earlier that they were they were quite intense so i ended up going to see a um, another um therapist that specialized in sexual abuse and all that. Wow. Um, and in one of the sessions I remember um blood just moving through my ovaries. Um I could I could feel it. And it was a beautiful moment. I could actually feel like something had just kick started in my ovaries. Mm. And a little while after that I got my period. Wow. So it was it, it took a long time and I I still think that Making the changes of going low toxin at home, um, all that contributed to a holistic approach to getting my period back. Um, because, yeah, energy wise and all that. So, yeah, that's that's basically the story of my cycle. And then, I about a month later, I, I pretty much hit rock bottom, and I I went to hospital for about a month. And in the hospital, I remember we were there were workshops every day so there were workshops on like food that we would met we were learning how to meditate we were practicing yoga every day going for walks and i just remember being in the hospital going oh why why don't why don't we do this all the time like it was just amazing so when i when i got out of the hospital um I just, I refused to go back to the salon whilst I was in hospital. A couple of the women that were working for me at the time, um, they kept the salon open and then I came back and I just said, "I, I don't actually, I refuse to go back into the salon and work with those products that I'm working with. I had read too much and I knew too much to go back and start using them again and like i had just got my period back and i was like i really want to honor this and do the best i can um so i I started researching into um low toxin products and that's pretty much how blown away hair spa was born so i've I've been in the same premises for nearly 15 years Mm -hmm. the last four and a half years have been um low toxin
0: wow thank you so much for sharing that with us you know it must have been a shock Um, To have all those traumas come flooding back, especially when you weren't prepared for it. Yeah. You know, and again, it's incredibly brave of you to say that you needed help and confront it head on by taking action. And, you know, and not many people can do that. But it almost seems as if your body needed to remember so it could start to go through that process of healing and regulating itself.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Well, the body's really clever, oh, yeah. and doors like our doors, memories like like I call them like files. Um, and I think combined with when back then I started yoga, um, meditation. I think combined with all that, it was like giving my body permission to start releasing and letting go, mm. and getting rid of what no longer served served it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
0: amazing. Yeah. The chemicals that you decided to change in your salon, can you just tell us a little bit more about that? What should we be avoiding, especially if we're going to their hair salon? So, you know, our listeners can discuss with their hairstylists, because I know that if I go to the hair salon, I'm not actually discussing with my stylist what sort of products they're using or what chemicals are in there. Um, And do you know what the impact of using these chemicals have on us, especially if we're trying to conceive?
1: No. Okay. So basically, so basically when our body gets overloaded with too many toxins, this is when we can start to have any um, like challenges hormonally. So like things like cancer, PCOS, um, like a whole range of symptoms, not just PCOS. And I think even now PCOS um, I think from my understanding they're gonna eventually change the name of PCOS as well because it's it's too it's basically a metabolic condition. It's too the name just I think is not right for there there are so many symptoms for PCOS that to just to label everyone with PCOS is is not correct. So there's many different um like side effects in that from having um, an overload of toxins and basically what happens is our body when when our bodies take like take on something foreign whether it's food or pesticides or like toxins or anything like that our body doesn't recognize it so it, it turns it into a, it's a it's called a xenoestrogen, um, and basically the xeno in greek means stranger so so it's like a strange estrogen it mimics estrogen because it doesn't know what to do with it and then if our bodies have too much estrogen or not enough like that's when the imbalances can occur so Mm. basically reducing toxins from our bodies gives our bodies a better chance of being in balance um that ways your periods can potentially be less painful um and all that sort of thing as well so Mm. yeah they basically just throw the balance out in the body so they can they can be absorbed by like when we're eating foods like canned foods, sprays mm-hmm. from pesticides, things like that, and and I do have a salon, I do, and sometimes I'm like, why? What am I doing? I'm so contradicting in what I'm what I'm saying mm-hmm. sometimes because <laughs> even when we put color on our on our scalps, um, mm-hmm. it actually I was reading um, it actually enters so the scalp when the colour sits on the scalp, it actually enters the three layers of the liver. So there's three layers of the liver and some toxins and that can sometimes only like penetrate one or two, but the hair dye actually goes into the three layers. And I'm like, wow. So um, the medical medium actually explains in his book that some women, when women start going grey, they start colouring their hair. And then a little while later, they, they, they start to have like men. Menopause symptoms. That his theory is is that if they're going they're going through menopause shortly after they're going grey around that time, and not everyone. This is not for everyone, but he's saying that the toxins can actually contribute to the menopause symptoms. So he's even saying that we don't women don't necessarily have to have. Loads and loads of menopause symptoms, and one of the things that can be contributing to their liver load is the the hair dyes they're using as well. It's like some women have really heavy periods, really painful periods, and others don't. Mm. Mm. Looking at life choices and things like that can definitely is definitely playing a role in that. So,
0: yeah. So let's talk about the toxins. What should we be looking out for? Because I know that when I go shopping for, say, um, shampoo, I'm looking for products that have no sulfites, no parabens, silicones and much more stuff that I don't even know (laughs) what it is or what it means. Um, But because it says free from, I'm just going to assume that it's going to be good for my hair.
1: Um, it, well, you raise a good point there as well. When it go, when you go shopping, like it's really hard sometimes because with labeling on bottles these days, it can say organic and then it might have some random ingredient in there. So it's really important to know what's on their list of ingredients. And there's actually a really good app for that as well. Mm. It's called Chemical Maids. Um, I'm oh. pretty sure it's called the Chemical Maze. And yeah. you can literally type in. <clears throat> you can type in if you're not sure of an ingredient. Um, there's a one. There's a list for food. And there's a list for products and you can type it in and it tells you its level of safety and if it has any adverse effects on the body and all that as well. Um, But a lot of the products, well, firstly with our colours, we have two ranges now. We have a low-toxin range and we have a range that is 100% organic and toxin-free. So we have two different ranges. Um, The reason for that is one of the ranges can do a lot more like it can lighten hair, it can um, create those more ash blonde colors that women tend to like. Um, there's a few more, we can do more with the hair. It, it gives us like, it's, it's more your, I wouldn't say it's your traditional color, but it's because it's, it's still a more advanced. Um, However, they have swapped out the ammonia for more natural products. I think it's called MEA. I get confused, MEA. Um, so it's more of a natural biodegradable. The way I describe it, you've got like sugar, like um, sugar, white sugar, and then you have like honey. So they've definitely swapped out. There's no smells. Um, people aren't really... There's, people can, that have allergies can tend to use this color. They're not really affected by it. Um, they're 90, it's 98.9% naturally derived. Um, they use all organic ingredients, plants, products, things like that. Um, but, um, and then we have the other range, which is basically it's, it's a plant which has been ground into a powder. And then it's activated with two things. It's activated with a certain degree of temperature. So we have like a special kettle, like a barista kettle, and we can we set it to a different temperature and we mix it. And it's like a mud. It looks like a mud, so it more stains the hair. Um, doesn't, it doesn't have the lifting power, so it can't lighten hair or anything like that. But it definitely covers greys. Um, they're beautiful treatments. It tones the hair. Um, and that one is, yeah, like I said, that one's a hundred percent it's got nothing like it's 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 a beautiful product, so we usually when someone comes in to see us, we sort of sit with them and we'll ask them like, what is the reason that you're going low tox? It's really important. Some people are just slowly making the switch, they just want to they just want to start reducing toxins in their life, I ask them sort of what their hair goals are, and then I can sort of with them guide them which product is best for them. If someone comes in and says um you know I don't want any toxins, I just want to color my hair, I'm pregnant, um or I've just had diagnosis of something and I've got a health condition, then I'll be as honest as I can with them. Um I'm by no means a doctor. However, I will tell them my honest opinion and I will say to them this is what we recommend using. It might not be able to give them all the color results they want. And that's when the client has to sort of sum up whether or not what's important to them. Is it your hair looking a certain way or is your health more important? Um, And sometimes it's it's a bit tough to hear, um, but I just feel like with the information that I have, I need to give the the client the choice as well. So when it comes to SLS, sulfate, I know a lot of bottles say shampoos especially are like sulfate, paraben-free, Sulfate was actually used as SLS. It's actually used to degrease to, to heavy machinery. Did you know that at all? <laughs> okay. So, uh, so what happened is they, they must have made shampoo and then they, so when we shampoo our hair, we create a lover. And you know that when your hair creates a lover, your hair is somewhat clean. So, With the shampoos these days that are like sulfate, paraben-free, toxin-free, more of that, they don't always create a lather straight away, which is normal because your hair's Mm. probably a little bit greasy. So if you had a dirty dish in the sink that was covered in oil and then you tried to wash it with more of a natural soap, it's not going to lather up straight away because you've got to remove the grease first. So what SLS SLS does in, in a product pretty much is a self, it, it's a, it helps to love the hair quicker. So they put this in, create a lover, people shampoo their hair, lovers up straight away. Great. My shampoo's working. But in fact, what's creating the lover is the chemical in the product. It's not actually because your hair's clean. It could be stripping the oil off your hair quicker and creating a lover. But even then our, our hair really only needs to 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 lather when it's clean so with the products that we use now they're they're lower toxin and we just recommend shampoo your hair once if it doesn't lather that's okay add a bit of water keep scrubbing your hair rinse it off and shampoo it again and by the second shampoo you will have had a bit more of a lather and also we're not supposed to remove all the oils from our hair a little bit of sebum on the scalp keeps our scalp nourished keeps it healthy so with too many chemicals and that, we're just stripping away all the hair's natural oil as well, which can then cause things like dandruff and dry skin and irritations and all that sort of thing as well. So they're just some of the ingredients that we've sort of, we we're no longer use in the salon. And you've got your PPD, you've got your parabens, you've got formaldehyde, which I'm pretty sure is no longer allowed in top in, in products. Um, and mm. yeah, so at what, one of our color ranges, it does, some of the colors still have PPD, um, but most ranges I think have like 2% or something like that, where our range, only a selected amount of colors have it, and they only have a 0.005%. So it's really, really low. Mm. Yeah. And then really you've got like point. the darker the hair color, sometimes the more toxins it has, because there's more pigment. So there's there's lots of choices. So the, the, I think the most difficult part when someone comes in is their values with also what are your values and like why do you want to have this lifestyle? And then it's like, but this is what I really want. Mm. <laughs> there needs to be like a, a happy medium where, you know, you might not get you may or you may not get the result you want with the colour a hundred percent. Like your health is like your health mm. is gonna improve, your hair's gonna improve and looking at things like that
0: once you've made the necessary changes and if you want to go toxin free yeah. how long does it take for the toxins to come out of your body
1: oh okay i'd be lying to you if i told i don't know exactly the time frame on this but i would say that oh. like it would take a little while like i don't i don't i don't know i could look into this actually i would say it's more it would be individual for everyone that would be my mm. opinion because like the way i look at it it's sometimes you know I've never really been drunk, so I don't know what it's like to have a hangover, um, yeah. but I definitely, you. yeah. yeah. <laughs> i got a few friends who like to challenge this. I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, for me, I, I describe it like if you go out on a bender and eat lots of cake or you can just eat a lot and then you just feel really low energy, mm. I would say that's the same. as nearly like having a hangover. I think even with anything like – a whether it's the thoughts we think or the toxins that we're using or anything like that, I think you can just tell in your energy that that if you're you're aware of your body and things like that, you sometimes know there's something up. Um, So maybe even an example of that is if you're like, if you can't handle the smells of things, like if um, sometimes people Mm. are like, oh, that smells too strong something like that. That could be an indication that you live mm. out or something like that. Um, so basically just how you start to deal with things in life a bit more. Like I know for me, I could not handle certain yeah. smells at a certain time in my life. I was like, I just couldn't like, so if I ever start to feel like that now, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Check in. And then I'm like, okay, b- the toxins things under control type thing. How's my, what's my emotional stresses like this week? Have I made time for yoga? Have I made time to meditate, to go out in nature? And then I start yeah. to feel more me again, more like me, like what my sort of, my yeah. way of feeling is. So I guess yeah. I don't really know the to answer to that. I don't really know if yeah. there's a time limit. Um, and I guess, I guess the thing with low going low tox and the whole low toxin lifestyle and all that is, there may be weeks where you're really good and not really good, but you, you know, you're like reducing toxins and eating well. And then like Christmas comes right. And you go on a holiday and you have, you're using, I don't know, you're eating foods, you're eating out all the time or you're using Mm. products that you wouldn't normally. So it's just about finding that balance and also just being okay with that. And just saying like, I'm making, I'm making these small changes and, doing the
0: best I can so I guess it's the same deal when you stop eating sugar the moment that you eat something sugary or you have a sauce that's Uh, like ketchup you you really can taste the sweetness and you can feel that your body doesn't really agree with it I guess it's the same that you're able to um, smell that is artificial or you can smell the chemicals in the products because the body's smart yeah. and it'll tell you basically whether it's happy or not. But it's up to us if we actually listen to those signs.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, a, it, yes, yes. Well, you, you use um, essential oils. So you would know now the difference between using an a mm-hmm. oil that smells pure and then walking into like a, a candle shop where yeah. it smells like fragrance yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh. Like, so there's definitely, yeah. I remember, um, I have a bit of a. I can't really do much soy. I can't Mm. eat much soy or anything like that. Um, And I remember I used a skin a a skin product on my face once. It was like an oil. Just I put it on and I'm like, I just don't like the feeling of it on my. I got given this oil in like a package or something, and I put it on and I was like, I just don't like. It didn't feel good, and I ended up washing it off. And I I looked at the back. It was actually soy in it. Oh, and I was like wow Gosh, wow no, so but I, I knew automatically I was like no I don't know about this product mm. no. so yeah so definitely listening to your body and
0: yeah and tuning
1: yeah, yeah. getting yeah. in
0: sync with our body is really important so we can start seeing patterns and even start to work on healing yeah, ourselves Definitely. um you mentioned essential oils um now you use a bit of yeah. that in your salon do you want to talk us through that yeah, so
1: I really enjoy using essential oils.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and uh, so I started actually using essential oils uh, probably, oh, about four and a half years ago now. Um, someone introduced me to them. And I so so my first experience with essential oils was basically that when I sat in the room with this woman and had all the oils around me, I felt my vibration like energetically just rise like Through the roof, I started having like, I don't know, it's like I could think clearer and I didn't know at the time what they were, what they did. I had never used them before. (laughs) Um, I just thought you diffuse, I thought you just like put them in the room and they smelled pretty. I had no idea their healing effects they had. Um, so this woman was a kinesiologist and I she told me I want you to go home and I told her what's what had been happening with the PCOS and all that Um, I think I had just had maybe two or three periods in a row and I told her like this is what's going on and she's like go home put this here put this oil here and I was like okay and so I had no idea and um, I started reading about them and learning more about them and then I just realized that um, basically they're they're like plants on steroids. Like they're just, they're pure plants that have been either distilled or um, cold pressed. And um, so I've always known that there's a lot that I've always known. And my thing with food is that it's like medicine and the the oils were just next level. Like this is amazing. Um, And I started looking into PCOS and healing naturally Mm. and it all sort of, coincided with what I was teaching at the time, which was basically um, getting into nature, mm. using the oils and all that. So um, I just find they help in a the therapeutic level. So if you're diffusing them, they help to calm the mind. And the way I describe that is if you're out in nature and you're smelling in all the beautiful trees and the fresh air, your brain thinks is getting, it, it thinks that it, it tells your brain to relax one of the main reasons to go outside and to get fresh air. So if you're working inside all day or you're in an office or you live in an apartment, when you're diffusing these oils, it's actually having the same effect on the brain. It's actually, it's a cue to calm or to relax. Um, And I Mm -hmm. started, basically I started using them in the salon. Um, I asked the client if I could put them in her hair as a treatment and she rang me up yeah. two days later and said, whatever you put in my hair, it was amazing. Like keep using them. So I did. So mm-hmm. now our, we have a whole range of um, treatments in the salon where we use the essential oils and we try to cater the oils to the person. So every scalp yeah. is different. So we ask them what's going on with their yeah. scalp, with their hair, and then we um, use the oil. So we diffuse them in the salon. We use them in hair treatments, I cook with them at home. I clean with them. Um, pretty much.
0: Now yeah. that must be different um, oils that you're using because there's not all essential oils that you're able yes, to ingest correct. or yes. put on your skin. Yes. So, what sort of oils are you using that you can, you know, ingest yeah. it, put it on your skin, yep. diffuse it?
1: <laughs> okay, so I, I was actually using um, DoTerra for a long time. Um, and for mm-hmm. personal reasons, um, I've made the switch to Young Living. I'm still phasing out okay. with my doTERRA, so I still use a bit of both. But i have mm-hmm. they're basically, I wouldn't recommend taking anyone's from the chemist or anything like that. But if an oil can be taken internally um, or topically, it, it should state it um, somewhere. So the, the brands mm-hmm. that we use, I use Young Living at the moment and They have ones for cooking, they have ones for cleaning, and with anything, like with anything, you just got to know to use the right amounts. Um, and again, checking with your body what if it feels right for you and if it doesn't as well. So,
0: yeah, Mm. (laughs) so what sort of advice would you give someone who is looking for a toxic free lifestyle? Toxic,
1: okay, so my advice now would be to. Have like a few different areas in your life where it comes to like emotional stresses, um, low tox as in like products and environment, things like that, Um, exercise. And I would, so what I tend to do is before my period, if so now just to let your listeners know as well, that I ended up going back to the doctor that treated me for IVF and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked him to do a scan, and internal, to see what was going on. And he actually said to me, all your cysts are gone. What did you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, yeah, I went back like a year or two later and he's like, have you lost weight? And I was like, no, I actually put on weight because I had dropped down. I usually weigh between 65 and 70 kilos and I had dropped down to 55 kilos. I was unrecognisable at one stage. Um, and wow. I said to him, no, I've actually, cause with PCOS, a lot of the time it's, women need to lose weight or something like that. Mm. So I actually put on a little bit of weight. Um, and so now before a period, um, I'm like the period police now, if my period's one day late, mm. I'm like, what is going on? Um, so mm. I sort of check in with myself. Talking to oh. your ovaries. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay guys, what's going on? Here I am, here I am. They're my my children, my inner child. Um, So I sort of check in and I I, I did put in my um, calendar when my period is due each month. So I sort of check in and go, okay, my period's due around now. Um, How can I support myself during this time? Um, And so that might mean even if I have a, with the salon, even if I have a busy couple of days, I might just make it that Friday night before my busy Saturday. I don't go out. I might stay home, drink some spinning tea, read a book and just let my body know that you're safe. It's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so I would say check in and say emotionally what's going on for me in my life. Um, do I need to ask for help anywhere? Have I taken on too much? Um, because reducing toxins a low-toxin life isn't just about products. It is definitely it plays a role. Um, But like, you know, do I need to let go of any engagements this week that I may have overcommitted to, Um, anything like that? Um, I know if you have a very active lifestyle, if you like to train a lot, um, there's actual evidence now that say that a three-month holistic approach to health is a lot more beneficial than exercising hardcore every day, especially when it comes to pregnancy. So possibly if you're someone who runs a lot or goes to the gym a lot try something a little bit different like yin yoga or something like that so just slowing down a little bit um but i would basically i sort of check in with my with with what's going on and go okay toxins are under control um you know i've been i might it might be like look i've eaten out three times this week i might just stay home and cook some meals at home and eat something, nurture myself that way. So bringing it back to Mm. me and going, okay, how can I support myself during this time? Um, may mean just lying down with a hot water bottle or something like that. Um, Mm. they're 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 the simple things that we can do for ourselves and they seem simple and sometimes they're not so simple You might realise in that time that you actually find it difficult to ask for help. You you know, you might find it's a bit of a self-exploration and like what's going on here, what's going on with me. Um, And then, of course, getting expert advice as well. So if you do have any major issues with your periods and that speaking to a naturopath or to a doctor or something like that as well.
0: Now, I'm going through IVF at the moment, and oh, okay. yep. you know one of the areas that I'm actually conscious about, and I think you sort of mentioned it a while, where you're talking about listening to your body, and that's honouring my body yeah. because I'm putting in so much drugs in my body to try and conceive. Yeah, you know that I have to remember to to be grateful and to give it gratitude you know i'm oh, uh, I'm just blown beautiful. away and amazed by how my body is reacting to the drugs, and you know each time I go for a scan or my bloods it's all working at the same you know it's it's all
1: yeah yeah yeah, at the right yeah, levels,
0: yeah. so you know I have to thank my body, yeah, yes, I've had a few non winners last yeah. year, and you know yeah, it hurts, but you know it's it's serving me well. And I'd rather say kind words and trust my body.
1: Well, if you, that's, that's right. If you're telling your body that it's not working, then it's going to continue to not work. Mm. That's the story you're yeah. telling your body. Whereas yeah. you're actually saying, "We're doing this, and I trust oh. you." So if this if this cycle didn't take it didn't take, I trust you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's beautiful. It sounds like you have a lovely relationship with your body.
0: Hey, look, don't get me wrong. It's still yeah. a working progress, but. I'd yeah, rather work course. with my body than against it. And I'm just so grateful for my body. Yeah.
1: And gratitude's beautiful. Grat- gratitude is actually someone gave, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. Someone gave me a book on gratitude after my um, husband and I separated. And it's the best thing that was ever given to me. Like, even I have this little thing now. Whenever I pay an invoice, I say thank you, thank you for the, because you think, Like we complain that we get bills and we complain that we get this, but without our electricity bill, we wouldn't have electricity. Like (laughs) without our bills, we wouldn't have the things that we have. So I'm like forever grateful for all that because it means that I have everything that I have. It means that I have power. It means that I have a car. It means that I have a business because if I didn't have those invoices, I couldn't have any of that. So
0: That's lovely. And it's so true. You know, we're always quick to point out the mistakes that happen. Um, rather than you know thank thanking for all the right things that happen. Yeah. So if someone needed to get in touch with you, how can they contact you?
1: Um, okay. Well, you can contact me through the salon. Um, the website is um, www.blownawayhair.com.au. Um, we have some really exciting call cool packages or oh, they're sort of experiences. But I'm sort of starting to combine healing with hair in the salon a little bit more. So I do offer Reiki and um, Holistic Health Coach as well. So I do offer like sessions now. I I seem to specialize with femininity and fertility. Um, I sort of with Reiki and all that, it is open. I help women with like um, inflammation, like a whole range of things. Um, but basically we're now combining experiences where you can have um, the plant-based treatments with the blow dry with the healing session. So you come in and you experience inside out. So um, if you have, we have a bit of a chat with you, and then um, just ask you what's going on, whether it's fertility, menstrual cycle, whatever it is you want to talk about. Then we apply your plant treatment, which is like a clay, and then we give you the Reiki session and then a blow dry. So you sort of you leave there feeling good. Inside and out, if that makes sense. Um, And the other lady that is now part of the team as well, Vicky, she's also does a little bit of um, acupressure and she works Mm -hmm. with essences, flower essences. So we're sort of combining our skills all under one roof at the moment. So you can contact me through the salon. Um, Otherwise, you can also email us at um, Team at gmail.com
0: excellent as well well what i will do yeah. is put all the information uh, that you've mentioned great. today in the comments in the show notes great excellent that would be lovely thank well you. callie thank you thank so you. much for joining me today it's been great talking about blown away salon and you know thank you so much for sharing um your experience with us Um, I really appreciate that. So thanks again for your time. Yeah, my
1: pleasure. And thank you for this podcast because it's great raising awareness. Um, There's so so much that women don't really know about and we have so many choices. So it's great. So thank you so much.
0: Oh, thank you, Callie. That's so kind. Thank you. Take care.